Well, it's uh, 12 minutes after nine, uh, South African time on this beautiful night, beautiful evening, the night of Laylatul Jumu'ah. My beloved, wonderful listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Arafat bin Ibrahim Hacha is the name, and of course, our beloved Ustad, who will be with me from now till 10 o'clock, inshallah, Hazrat Mulana Salim. Hazrat uh, Mulana Salim Karim, Damad Barakatuhum, on this beautiful night, beautiful evening. Yes, uh, my wonderful listeners, our topic this evening is, oh, it's such a beautiful topic. We're going we're gonna to go first for our durood, our durood and salam, and then inshallah we're going to be touching on what is forgiveness. No, you know, you know this topic, uh, uh, the, uh, 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 this topic will start. It's such a, it's such a deep topic. What is forgiveness? Do we apply it in our daily life of forgiveness? Do you forgive your own beloved wife, your own spouse, your husband? My beloved listeners, if Allah can forgive, why you and I can't forgive? What is forgiveness? How do we forgive a person? By heart? By tongue? Or just a word say? And then we're going to touch after that, barakah. How does that barakah of ours, how do we throw it out of our homes? The barakah. How do we get barakah into our homes, into our lives, into our shops, into our businesses? My beloved listeners of Marqa uh, Sahaba. And Ustad is going to be touching what deeds do we do that Allah Ta'ala must grant us barakah. Sometimes we earn 15,000 rand a month, 20,000 rand a month, but there's no barakah in it. And sometimes there are people out there who only earn 5,000 rand a month. And they can, they can go through the, through, through, throughout the entire month with that 5,000 rand. Barakah. Ustad, it's a beautiful night. Beautiful evening. Welcome to the discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mulana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. Such a beautiful evening, Mulana. Mm. I see you overjoyed, excited. Mm. And mashallah to our listeners, subhanallah. They really make up a very big percentage mm. of Marqa Sahaba, inshallah, as I said, speak your heart out. Mona, this is such a beautiful heading, mm. such a beautiful topic. That Mona, when you speak from your heart, then Allah's nur, Allah's love and forgiveness comes out. That's the beauty. It's not about only speaking from the lips and not speaking from the heart. So may Allah Ta'ala fill our hearts with muhabbat, love, and forgiveness. And then see how beautiful your life and my life and the life of my family will be, inshallah, mm. witness in our homes. So we'll take the first 10 minutes, Murana, on Durood and Saram upon Jesus the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And then we get to our topic two important aspects. Okay, are we really a forgiving nation? Gee, or do we bear grudges, animosity? Or are we free to love each other and forgive each other? Each one needs to ask. Each one of us are muftis, Morana, of ourselves. We can ask ourselves, am I a person who is ever ready to forgive? 
or am I going to restrict my forgiveness? Or I don't forgive anybody, they must suffer. Hmm. And what is Baraka? As you just said, Murana, three people are working in that house. Mm -hmm. There's three salaries coming in. But how is it that in the end of the month, we don't have anything. We're borrowing again. Getting involved in riba, taking loans, credits. Something has gone wrong, Monana. Our fathers had earned five pounds, ten pounds in the olden days. Our grandfathers and fathers, Monana. They looked after a family of 15 children. You and I earn 60,000 rand. We can't look after two people in one house. Hmm. So what is taking away the baraka? Allahu Akbar. Hmm. So inshallah we'll deal with that. <clears throat> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladheena astafa. النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على روح سيدنا محمد في الأرواح وصل وسلم على قلب سيدنا محمد في القلوب وصل وسلم على جسد سيدنا محمد في الأجساد وصلي وسلم على قبر سيدنا محمد في القبور وصلي وسلم على آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وبارك وسلم الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده وعلى آله وأصحابه الذين أوفوا أهدا الذين هم مفاتيه الرحمة ومصابيح الغرر بلغ الغلاب كماله كشف الدجا بجماله حسنت جميع خصاله صلوا عليه وآله 
Kodadar intazare hamdemanis Muhammad Chashme Barrasananis Khudamad Hiya Farine Mustafa Bas Muhammad Hamide Hamde Khuda Bas Sadaqallahu Mawlana Al-Ladeen Wana, this was a beautiful tarif of Allah Ta'ala and Rasulullah in Persian language. Khudadar intazari hamdimanis. Subhanallah. Hazrat Mirza Jani Janam Rahmatullahi. What a great wali Allah. He's praising Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala doesn't need no praises. They are malaikas from the time Allah created this world till the day of Qiyamad. Some of them are in ruku, some of them in sujood, some of them in tashahud. Day and night, they are just glorifying Allah. So we're not doing a favor by making tarif of Allah. Even on the day of Qiyamah, the Farishtah will say, مَا عَبَدِنَا تَحَقَّ عِبَادَتِكَ Oh Allah, as we ought to have worshipped you, we couldn't do justice. Allahu Akbar. So, Hazrat Mirza Jani Janim Rahmatullah Ali, beautiful share. I just loved it. And great, great Alim, Hazrat Mawlana Abdul Majid, Nadim Shah. Hmm. He's my mentor. I just love his way of reading Quran and his style of presentation. Allah Ta'ala is not waiting for you and me to glorify him. Muhammad Chashme Barra Sanani Likewise, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, thousands and millions of malaikas are making durood and salam upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Let me tell you something today, Morana, first time you may hear it. Jiyustad. For all of us, every listener must listen attentively. Morana, how do we raise the status of our parents? Ji. Mm. How do we respect our parents? How do we pay back to our parents? Unka naam kis tarah roshan karna hai? So it's written in the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When you and I offer durood and salam to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Farishtas take your name and your father's name as well. Allahu Akbar. Hmm. Well, what's your father's name? Ibrahim. So the Farishtas will say, Ya Rasulullah, Arafat, Ibn Ibrahim, hmm. has sent the Zuroon and Salaam to you, Ya Rasulullah. What an honor it is that your father's name is also been taken. Your name and your father's name. So imagine those who are reading 10,000 durood a day, 5,000 durood a day, 3,000 durood a day, 100 durood a day. How many times are you raising the status of your father? That your father's name will also be taken in front of Rasul-i-Pak, 
sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nibari ezaz wa ikram mulana, you just can't pay back. So tonight is a night of durood and salam. Mm-hmm. Likewise, mm. if our mothers and sisters are sending durood and salam upon Rasulullah, Salam. Then it will be Aisha, Bint, daughter mm-hmm. of Yusuf, inshallah. So whether men are sending Durood and Salam or women, the Farishtas are taking your name with your father's name. And on the day of Qiyamat Murana, Allah Pak is going to address you and call you by your father's name. Subhanallah. Hmm. Subhanallah, Murana. And let me say this. Don't change your surname, because you had a war with your father. Yes. When divorce takes place, the mother is infuriated. She's angry, she's upset. So now she wants to get rid of you, she got rid of you, she wants to take your surname away. You can try how much you want. On the day of Qiyamat, Allah will address you by your father's name. And those who try to change the surname, to show a point to the husband and the father, will be cursed on the day of Qiyamah. Sure. Well, your father can be a rotter. He can be what? Being a father and responsible to bring you into this world, that respect and adab and azaz Allah has given to parents and mothers, fathers and mothers. So Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah, will address you and me and address us by our father's name. Arafat ibn Ibrahim. Mm. My father's name was Muhammad, so it will be Salim ibn Muhammad. What is that? So when you need reciting durood and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, directly or indirectly, Allah Pak is honoring our fathers as well, honoring us and our fathers as well, Mahana. Mm. <clears throat> Allah Pak accept Durood and Salaam. So Hadrat Mirza Jani Jani Rahmatullah. Khuda Badhi Afarine Mustafa. Allah is sufficient to praise Rahmatullah Alameen. Mahana. Mm. When Allah Ta'ala created the Arsh. On it was written, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. With Allah's name was Muhammadur Rasulullah. Hazrat Adam say, Ghalti ho gai. Hazrat Adam alayhi salam made a mistake at the fruit. Cried for 40 years. Begged Allah for forgiveness. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taghfir lana wa tarhamna nanakunanna minal khasirin. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Then Hazrat Adam a.s. asked him, how did you know about Muhammad Rasulullah? So Hazrat Adam alayhi salam said, Bari ta'ala, when you created me and put life into me, I saw on your arish was written, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. That if with your name, Muhammadur Rasulullah, his name is mentioned, then he is the best of best, Rabbul Alameen. 
تو سبحان اللہ دوستو اللہ why durood and salam is so important allah taala give us tawfiq mawlana what are the benefits of durood and salam so that you and i can understand instead of wasting time on social media tonight is the night of ibadat haq din wahi din hai haq jo teri yaad mein guzar jaye raat wahi raat hai jo teri yaad mein guzar jaye that's a big night that's a big day if it could be utilized and spent in the remembrance of Allah. So what are some of the benefits of Durood and Salah? Number one, insani ram dur ho jate hai. Whatever stress, worries, grief we are going through in our lives, just recite Durood Epaq on Rasul Epaq sallallahu alayhi wa We don't have to run by this Mawlana sahab, give me ta'weez, running here from pillar to post. جی اللہ کے در کو چھوڑ کر کہا جاؤ گے وے کین یو لیو اللہ اللہ تعالی در در پر پھرو گے یو بی ناک فرام پیو ٹو پوسٹ نو بڑی ول ہیلپ یو D and D alone do we worship, and D and D alone do we ask for help. So the more durood and salam you are going to recite tonight and always in our lives, and especially on a th- Thursday night, which in Islam the night comes first, so tonight is Friday night, tomorrow is Friday, the day. But some of the benefits of durood, there are more than hundreds and two hundreds benefits of durood which Ulamai Kiram have written, mm. but some of the most beautiful points they raise انسانی غم دور ہو جاتے اللہ تعالیٰ ٹیکس اوے آل یور واریز اینڈ سوروز دس مارننگ وی گو وی ووک اپ کرائنگ مولانا دس مارننگ وی کرائی فار آور پیرنٹس وی کرائی فار آور مدرس وی کرائی فار آور فادرس دے لائنگ ان ہاسپٹل دے الون دے آئی سی یو آئی واز دے آلسو مولانا صاحب And one non-Muslim passed away in front of me. Sure. Well, if you want to see death, and you want to see what is the pangs of death, may Allah not take us there. I was in the ICU. And that non-Muslim brother died in front of me, an elderly man. 
the fear that grips you. You're all alone. Nobody there. No doctors, no nurses. That's why, apne amal par nazar karo. Worry about good deeds so that you can benefit in the akhirat. And the more durood and salam you shall recite on Rasulullah, the more easy Allah will make your mort. Promise. Number two, dil or dimaq pur noor ho jate. Allah Ta'ala purifies your mind and your heart. All the evil thoughts go away, Mawlana Sahib. Aapka dil aur dimaag pur noor ho jati. Allah fills your heart and your brains and your head with noor. You can think straight. You can act properly. Aamal nama rash toor ho jati. Your deeds, your books of records are beautified. They feel so happy. And fourthly, Khuda Ta'ala behad masroor ho jati hai. Allah Ta'ala loves you so much. Oh Allah, be pleased with us. Why? Parmai ki durood sharif kabir e rash ibadat hai. It's such an ibadat that you just feel so happy and elated. Khuda ka mahboob wazifa hai. Allah Ta'ala loves this wazifa of Guru Sharif. Subhanallah. Malaika ka nurani tarana hai. We all have an anthem. One of you in school, they should teach us eight dibrofan. I still remember the small boy. I don't know where you school, but when we were in school, that time we were full apartheid, samana, and all this, to make us sing this thing. Because I had a loud voice, they made me the ringleader there. So we all have an anthem. But you know what is the anthem of the malaika? Inna Allah wa malaikatuhu yusalluna ala al-nabi. Guru Sharif. Ye khuda ta mahboob wazifa. Allah loves this wazifa. And this is the anthem of the malaika. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfeeq, Mulan. Ameen. So this is durood and salam. Mulan, let me also add, before I come to forgiveness, durood sharif, you can recite it wherever you are, whenever you wish, compared to other forms of ibadat, they have specified time. You want to read namaz, you can only read it, your father's namaz, at the prescribed time. Durood Sharif, you can read it 24 hours. No restriction whatsoever. You can be in the mountain, you can be in the ocean, you can be in the skies, you can be an astronaut if you're a Muslim. Millions of miles up there, you can recite Durood Sharif. Thousands of kilometers underground, in the sea, you can recite Durood Sharif. You can go to the highest mountain, Mount Everest, stand there, Give azan and read Guru Sharif, Alhamdulillah, Koro, no restriction. But there are other ibadat, this time and place where you have to do it. But Guru Sharif is one ibadat. You can do it wherever you are. Number two, Guru Sharif, the sawab of it is never rejected. Allah Pak promised 
That's why ulama Kiram said that when you make du'a, Mulana, start with Duru Sharif. Make your du'a in between. And then end it with Duru Sharif. Guaranteed if Allah has accepted the beginning of your du'a, which is Duru Sharif, Allah has accepted the end of your du'a, which is Duru Sharif. Allah Ta'ala says to the Farishas, whatever my banda has asked in between these two durus, usko bhi kubur farma dijiye. Your dua is accepted by Allah. Subhanallah. That's the barakat of Guru Sharif. And the best wazifa given by Allah. Your people ask us, our listeners, they ask us, what, what is the wazifa for this? What is the wazifa for that? See, the best wazifa given by Allah is Guru Sharif. The best wazifa given by Allah is Guru Sharif. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq, Mawlana. What a beautiful evening. Make a promise to Allah that, oh Allah, give me tawfiq to recite Duru Sharif. Let me give you some nasihat. Those people who cannot sleep at night, they have a lot of problems, psychological problems, insomnia, they can't sleep. The whole family is fast asleep, Marana. They are walking from this room to the other room, restless, turning from left to right. They can't sleep. Allah gave us night, it becomes dark. We close our eyes, we have a peaceful sleep. I don't think anybody can sleep with the lights on. Because Allah Ta'ala made the night with darkness so this insan can sleep. See? Some people are very irritated if there's a small light gee, that's peeping through. It irritates them. They can't sleep. Gee. So, Ulamai Kiram has written that those who find it difficult to sleep at night, insomnia, they can't sleep. They should recite Guru Sharif. Inna Allaha wa malaikatahu. They should read this ayat. Inna Allaha wa malaikatahu. يُسَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِي يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Allah Ta'ala will therefore and thereafter grant them a peaceful sleep. Try it. لیکن یقین کی ساتھ اللہ کی ذات پر یقین کرو Read it with conviction and dedication. Insha'Allah al-Adheez Surely Allah Ta'ala has promised His mercy and rahmat Allah will give you a peaceful sleep. If you can't sleep, you're taking sleeping pills, you're taking this medication, you're taking antidepressants, it's not giving you any peace, it's making you bear chain, you're tossing and turning. Read the Sharif and read this ayah. Number two, one day Rasulullah saw Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. Parishan. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked him, Oh, Ali, what's wrong? Rasulullah and Parishan. Rasulullah said, get somebody to give azan in your ears. Mm. Sometimes we prescribe to the parents when the child is crying, the child is restless. And I must tell you why, Mulana. Mm -hmm. You see, we as parents, we cause the grief to our own children. On one side, we say we love our children. You see, all this toys that we buy for our children. Gee? 
these dolls and these teddy bears and all the different types of animals. In that house where there's dogs, where there's photographs, where there's images, Allah for Islam, don't enter that house. Mm. So that child is sleeping with a teddy bear. Mm. The child is sleeping with a doll in her hand. Yeah, one side you're reading ayat in Kursi. You think it's going to help you? Rasulullah said in that house where there's dog, people keep it as a pet. People sleep with the dogs. They allow it to come in the house. Yes, for safety purposes, Moran Ulama Ikram has written, Fukaha, that you can have a dog tied far away from the house. Make sure that the saliva do not touches your clothes. Snap up and wash it three times, seven times. Wash your clothes. But if the fur of the dog is parked and clean, there's no dirt, there's no impurity on it, and if it brushes your clothes, it's not napak. Sometimes we get some taqwa in us too, gee, that we won't bark. But if that dog is kept for security purpose, the time is coming, we'll have to do that. Gee. Because people have become daring. But nevertheless, Hazrat Ali was parishan in Rasulullah. Yes, I will explain this before I come to Hazrat Ali. Number two, we bind this pajama so our little children, masoom children, it got more up in it. It got pictures on it, photographs on it. And you think shaitan won't come and pinch that child? You don't think shaitan will come and trouble the child whole night? You will stay awake the whole night because the child is crying. Because shaitan is pinching the child. And who's responsible for it? We as parents, Murana. When you go and buy these options, Alhamdulillah, there are many shops where they sell all the clothes for these masoom children. It's got no murat on it. It's got no pictures on it. It's got no faces and eyes on it. Why can't we buy that for our children? See the clothes that we want to make our children wear. Then how will Allah's mercy come to us? So Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala was parishan. Rasulullah said to Hazrat Ali, ask somebody to give azan. Keep azan in the right ear. Allah ta'ala will take away all your difficulties. Mm. And in passing, I want to inshallah leave you with the wazifa. That inshallah, if you read this wazifa, we're going through this Every day, accidents. Innocent lives are gone in the accident. People are passing away. Young, young brides are becoming widows. Yes, we all have to die. But we need to take precaution. So there's a beautiful wazifa. Whoever shall read it seven times during a journey. We all are going to work tomorrow morning. We work from Monday to Mon Monday to Sunday or Monday to Friday, or you make Monday to Saturday. Every morning we up at 4 o'clock, we're leaving for work. What a beautiful wazifa. Allahu hafizun latifun qadimun azaliyun Oh no.
when it's uh, 13 minutes uh, to uh, to 10 o'clock um uh, brother Tobela, we lost there. Molana Salim Karim, I'm trying to pass Tobela there. All right, let's go for a quick nasheed and then we're going to try and get a uh, hold of our beloved Fadila Tulustad. I was actually taking down notes what Molana Salim Karim was saying. Uh, brother Tobela, go for a quick nasheed. When we come back, inshallah, we will continue with uh, our beloved Ustad. Well, it's 15 minutes to 10 o'clock. It's interesting, Ustad. <laughs> We're listening to you. G, over to you, Ustad. Molana, I think line dropped. G, Ustad. As I was saying, Molana, we all travel to work. There's so many accidents taking place, hijackings taking place, murder is taking place, robbery is taking place. Gee. So we need to, inshallah, read the du'as prescribed by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And one of the wazifas protection is Allahu Hafizun Latifun Qadimun Azaliyun Hayyun Qayyumun I think uh, we lost to start again there maybe if I, I will read it seven times gee. during a journey Allah will protect you from all accidents and misfortune. Recite it 11 times, morning and evening, for safety and protection. And if you write this wazifa and keep it with your valuables, in mm. your safe, your purse, your handbag, wherever you keep your valuables, Allah will protect you from theft. What is it? Allahu Hafizun. Latifun, Qadimun, Azaliyun, Hayyun, Qayyumun, La Yanam. Subhanallah. Well, you can write it down. Maybe your listeners will call you, hmm. asking you maybe they have missed out. Allahu Hafizun, Latifun, Qadimun, Azaliyun, Hayyun, Qayyumun, La Yanam. To read it when you are on journey every day when you're going to work coming from work seven times and every morning and evening read it 11 times Allah will grant you safety and protection and inshallah if you write it and you keep it in your safe in your purse in your car or wherever you keep your valuables Allah will protect it from theft inshallah as I said the second word is baraka. Why there's no baraka in our lives? One, jaldi jaldi namaz parna. Mm. You must see, Mahana, how we read our namaz haphazardly. We're rushing through our namaz, up, down. 
It's like how you see fowls when they throw millies at them, how they quickly peck up and down, up and down. The legs are up, the noise, the forehead properly in sajda and the nose, and the two feet are up. Your namaz is fasted, your namaz is broken, and your namaz is rejected. When you make sajda, you must make sure that your forehead and your nose touch the ground. And your feet are firmly on the ground. You see some brothers, when they're making sujood, both the legs, both the feet, is off the ground. Or either they're making sajda only on the forehead, not with the nose. Or only with the nose and the forehead is not touching the ground. Jaldi, jaldi namaz parna. Allah Pak will take away barakat from your house. Number two, wuzu ki jagah peshaap karte hai. Where you make wuzu, sometimes people urinate in the same place. Now this musibat, we got end suites. In the olden days, every house, the toilet was outside. Go back 30, 40 years ago, our fathers and grandfathers, you had a separate pair of sandals to go to the toilet. When you came, you take it out and leave it out. Some of them were so particular, they had special undergarments that when they went to the toilet, they would take out their clothes and wear that undergarment and go to the toilet and come back and rechange again. So much of precaution. Rasulullah sallallahu warned us. Be very careful from the splashes of urine. Because most of us are going to be punished in the cover because of our carelessness when passing urine. The splashback is coming on your shoes, on your socks, on your clothes. Some of people have bad habits. They're lazy to use the toilet. The way you're making wudu in the shower, you want to make you want to urinate in the shower. Waswasaki bimari There are people who suffer with waswasa sickness, Marana. They sit by the wudu tap for half an hour. The tap is running. They're making wudu over and over and over and over again. Almost 50 liters of water is used. They're still not satisfied that they made wudu. Mm. There's a shaitan. It has got a special name. When we do these types of immoral things, Allah will take away the barakah. Thirdly, kare ho kar peshaap karna. For those who stand and urinate, this is for men for. We're sending our children to this model seat schools. There is no low-hand toilet there. There isn't water in the toilet. So that youngster needs to use the toilet. What is he going to do? There's urinals there. You're seeing his brain standing and urinating. One person said, you know what? To one very pious servant, I'm sending my child to overseas. He's going to become a doctor. Others said to him, don't do that. Yeah, in Pakistan, alhamdulillah, let him study here. So anyway, the father was insistent, he went. After one year, two years, the son came for holidays. So the father, the alim, asked the father, Hazrat, how is your son? What, what has he learned? He said, your advice was correct. The thing that I see in him now, he's standing and urinating, a big man like that. From small, teach your children, make sure that they don't face the Qibla. 
the back or the front. When you're potty training the children, for Allah's sake, respect the direction of the Qibla. Number four, Kareokar Pani Pina. You know why there's no barakat in our home? We see most of them. We stand and drink our tea. We stand, we stand and drink our juices or cool drink or, what, or water. We stand in. Janwaro Kitara. Go to functions. Sometimes you find learned people doing the same thing. Number two, you find some of us eating with our left hand. Fourthly, Mose Poop Marker. In the olden days, we had lamps or candles. See, how to extinguish that candle? We would blow on it. You don't do that. See, there's other ways to extinguish that candle. But do not blow and try to extinguish the flame. It's a debarkati ati. And a lot of us are guilty of this. You'll find people biting their nails. Malana Sab. What does Rasulullah say every Friday? It is masnoon and sunnah to take a bath. Inshallah, clip your nails, trim your moustache, remove unwanted hair, apply perfume for the men. Alhamdulillah, wear nice clothing, clean clothing, go early to the masjid. But some of us got this bad habit, and you see that. They have this, they're always nervous. They got their fingers in their mouth, they're biting and chewing on the nails. Take off clipping the nails, they're biting the nails. And you must see how ugly it looks, Molana. Mm. It's horrible. But you find sometimes people are nervous. They've got a problem. They're stressing. No. So for my Those who bite their nails, Molana, Allah takes all the barakah from that house. And see, some of us, if we don't do this, we do this. Daman, Daman, After you wash your hands, or sometimes you want to wipe your mouth, or you want to clean your nose, we use our sleeve of our hands. You find a lot of people do this. They use the sleeve, and they wipe their mouth, or they wipe their nose. How unethical is that? You see, a lot of people do that. See? When you clean your mouth or your nose by wiping it on it on the sleeves of your clothes, this takes away all the barakat in your house. And finally, Tilawate Quran say Allah will bring barakat in your house. Read your five daily namazes. Allah will bring barakat in your house. Allah Paka Shukar Adakarnese. When you express gratitude to Allah for the things that He's provided to you, Gharib or Majbur Logo ki Madad Karo, help the poor and needy. Allah will bring Barakat in your house. Gunaho se Mafi Mangpar or Istighfar Karo. Repent sincerely and read a lot of Istighfar. Allah will bring Barakat in your house. Or Be good to your parents and to your family and your relatives. Read Surah Wafiyah. And inshallah, every morning, recite Surah Yateen. 
and then see what barakat Allah will give to you. So Murana, as we said, Durood and Salaam, things that bring barakati in your homes, things and deeds that you do that will bring Allah's mercy and barakah khayre kaseer in your house, I've explained to you. And the last one is forgiveness. Allahu Akbar. Overlook the faults of others. Even if you are right. What a great hadith is this. Overlook the faults of others. Even if you are right. Rasulullah said, and I will be responsible for you for a house in the middle of Jannah. Allahu Akbar. Rasulullah said, I'm standing guarantee for you. We gave our names to the government and our municipality for a house. 20 years, 30, 40 years is gone. You're still waiting. And you wait till you're gone in the cover, you won't get it. See? We are not good enough. The color of our skin is not good enough. See? The surname that we have is not good enough. But Rasulullah is saying, Ana za'imun bi baytin fi jannah liman tarakal mir'a wa in kana muhiqqan. What a hadith. That overlook the faults of others, even if you are right. Rasulullah said, I will be responsible for a house in the middle of Jannah. Number two, Rasulullah said, shake hand with each other. Mm. It removes ill feeling. Rana, mm. set your hand out. Be the first to make musafah. Don't withdraw your hand until the person withdraws his hand. And you saw the proud people, Mulana. I don't know who they signed to bluff. And it really irks me. They will come and touch your fingers. They will just touch the tips of your hand. As if there's some germs there. Rana, hold your Muslim brother's hand completely mm-hmm. and don't pull that hand away or hold your sister's hand, sister to sister or brother to sister. They are your mahrams. You can't shake hands with the mahrams. It's haram. You'll find the brothers, they come touch your finger, your fingertips and they make salam to you. Or they'll just put part of their fingers on top of your, in your hand and they quickly take it out. This is a sign of pride and arrogance. What did Rasulullah say? Musafaha karo. Shake hand with each other. It removes ill feelings. This is when you got pride. See, you got something against me. You find it hard. I've extended my hand to you. You don't want to accept it. You withdraw your hands. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, when a person makes salam, make musafaha with that person, shake hands with that person together. And thirdly, embrace that Muslim brother. It's a sign of love, forgiveness, unity, that I bear no malice against you. I love you for the sake of Allah. And the last thing Rasulullah said, exchange gifts. It generates love and it removes enmity. You want to make peace with somebody, Murana. You want to forgive that person. One day somebody abused Imam Abu Hanifa verbally. 
when he left the masjid, right up to his house, mm. this individual walked with Imam Abu Hanifa and verbally abused him. Imam Abu Hanifa reached his house and said to the brother, please stop now, because if my family have to see what you are doing, it will not be good for you. And then Imam Abu Hanifa said to the Khadim, take this platter of shrubs and go and give it to that person and tell him, Imam Abu Hanifa, alayhi, the person that he was swearing all the while from the masjid to his home has gifted him. So Imam Abu Hanifa was asking, the man abused you verbally and you're still sending a platter of fruit? So he says, no, I want to return the favor because while this man was swearing me and abusing me, see, Allah Pak was forgiving all my gunas. See, so I felt bad that at least let this person, I've, all the good deeds has come to me. Let me reimburse him with something. So I said, okay, let me send him a platter of fruit. So what did Rasulullah say? Exchange gifts. It generates love, Mulana, and removes animosity. So may Allah Ta'ala give us Tawfiq Mulana. Time is up. Inshallah, we'll continue with this. Ustada, there's a, there's a, a sister that posed a question. Let me just read the question quickly. It says, please ask Hazrat Mulana Salim if sweeping the house at night takes away barakah. Ustada. See, Mulana, it's a Jewish custom. The Jews do that. See, to sweep your house, see, it takes away the barakah of your home. Make sure that you cover all the dishes. Mulana, make sure that the pots are all closed, the lids are put properly, and everything is covered. See, it is also important that do not you leave those dishes. Mm. Normally we have supper, people are tired, they leave the dishes not washed. See, it brings also Bebarakati. Make sure that it's washed or put it into the uh, dishwasher. At least it gets rinsed and all, whatever is there is cleansed. Islam is about cleanliness, Mulana. Everything that we do, do it with beauty. Do your duty with beauty, Mulana. Adinu Yusrun. Allah has made the deen of Islam peace. So we must abstain from sweeping our homes in the evening. Yes, sweep it during the day. Alhamdulillah. Remove whatever is impure and unclean. Gee, but to sweep your house in the evening also brings bebarkati in our homes. May Allah Ta'ala protect us, Mulana. If there's any other question, we can take it tomorrow Jum- or on Saturday morning, inshallah. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Fadilatul Ustad Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim Damat Barakatuhum on this beautiful, mashallah, Thursday night. Well, let me love and leave on this beautiful evening. Brother Tobella will be sending me the podcast. And of course, Ustad will be with me tomorrow again with the Nikah announcement between 10 to half past 10. So from myself and the team, see you guys tomorrow morning.